Remember the film and this I recall, okay. I think. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hi. That uh, little bit of a ditty you heard there is the song that's currently playing on air at the moment whilst we are recording this. I think if I press this button. Oh, yeah, you can hear it. There's a. Let's see if you know the lyrics. Please. Of course, I know the words. I know the words for the second verse, which no one knows. One thing we got. Hmm. Hmm. You'll say. World has come between us. Our lives have come between us. Still, I know you just don't care. Thank you. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Yes, what are the balloons out well, in was, the office I for? was trying to work out the same. People are having a celebration outside <gasps> and we are Our sales not... team have made budget for the year. Are we allowed to share that stuff? No, we're not. No, we should. Yeah, we're I a publicly know. listed company. We're allowed to tell them, yeah. aren't we? Oh, that's know. good. Can we get someone in from the sales team so we can... Let's talk no, to Alicia. Deb. 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 Someone's coming. Who's coming She's in? She's going to come in. Yeah, what? but why would we not celebrate then? Because these people make money. Off of us. Yeah, but well, then no, we, we no. can go back and yes. we can... That is so not true. Triple M's doing great. They sell that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we can... Oh, oh they've got no. food. Alicia, oh, come in. Come we're in. on the no. podcast. Deb, come in. Come, come in. on in. We're on the Yay. podcast. Yay. We do want your food. No, it's not live. We're not on it's the radio. Live. We're on the podcast. podcast. It's on the podcast. No one listens we to it. We didn't even um, <laughs> realise you were bringing food and we wanted to chat to you because we wanted to um, celebrate you guys celebrating. Yes, what are you celebrating? Oh, we've made our financial year budget six Yay. weeks early. Woo. How exciting. Woo. So what do you do for the next six weeks? Just get facials, nails done? Feet up. Feet yeah. up. Get munted, celebrating. <laughs> oh, they work very hard. You guys deserve out, it. Out of the team, who do you make the most money off of? Oh, I don't have favourites. That's not what Parents I asked. Parents aren't allowed to say that. That's not what I asked. <laughs> we, said, we said you don't have favourites, but who's more financial? Who's more lucrative? Uh. We know the answer. Who do you what? think? The, the hot blonde. We've got several. Yeah. Don't we? It's a hot blonde. Is there not one? I don't know. They don't really, you guys don't really sell us, do you? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. That's well, the no, only way we make money. No, no, no. This is the issue. <laughs> Hang on. She doesn't want to tell us who she makes the most money out of because not much of that comes to our pocket. <laughs> See? <laughs> it's all you guys. Yeah. We sell you. Yes, but we're saying oh, which, one of, those us, things you which one of us makes the most money for you guys. Oh, okay. That's why I said the whole blonde. No, it's a team effort. Come on. Because they sell no, it. Can't we just one. Come on. Yeah. You come as a package deal. No, we don't. We oh, do. That's why okay. it's called is Stab, it, Abby we... and Matt. Hmm. Okay, let's be honest. Abby and I are cutting side deals without you, mate. We're taking your cash. I'm aware We're sorry. of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking Stav and I need to have a side conversation, do we? It's not a package deal. Is this what you're telling me? No, it is. No, but no, no we want to say congratulations. Yes. yes, congratulations. Thank you, guys. Very exciting. Appreciate it. Uh, the lights will stay on for another week here at Hit 105. Um, all right, let's get into the podcast. Here we go. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I know you guys would have no idea what happens in female change rooms, and I'm thankful that you have no idea, but it's just, it's... <laughs> well, look, we... I have we, an imagination. Yeah. I just feel like guys find that female change rooms and female bathrooms are very mysterious because you never know why we all go at the same time. Yeah, bathrooms, yeah. I have less of an idea, but change rooms, I'm assuming you go in, you try on clothes, you look in the mirror... You go, nah, that makes me look fat. And then you take them off and walk out. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it can be a little bit more communal. Oh, really? Like, yeah, because people go out and they're like, does this look good? And then someone goes, oh, I like that. No, you should wear that. So it's a little bit more of a community feel, I think, than Here's just male change rooms. Think of this. Next what? time you're in a change room, yes. you're actually naked in a shopping centre. You should have underwear on. <sighs> I don't understand. Why is that so weird? The it's, doors are shut. It's weird. The doors are shut. You're naked in the shopping centre. Well, I was naked and the door wasn't shut because I had a bit of an issue that I I decided to take my toddler shopping because I didn't have a choice because it was just him and I and you can't leave him at home when they're that young. It's unfortunate, that frowned rule, upon, isn't it? It's definitely frowned <laughs> upon. So I took him to Carindale and I took a whole lot of clothes. And I was like, I'm just going to go in. I have to find these dresses. I'm going to take them into to Maya because I yeah. love it because you get to take them back if you don't like them. Yeah. So I took a whole lot of them into the change room and I was like, Jagger, you just need to sit here for a moment. I'm going to try on these dresses. He's like, yes, mummy, I promise. Three and a half. I believed him. I'm an idiot. So I, I took off all my clothes and I was trying on a dress over my head and I kept talking to him because I was like, I'm not going to be able to see him for a little bit. So I'm just going to keep yeah. talking to him. So I'm like, Jagger, after this, we're going to go and get some sushi. And all of a sudden I could hear, okay, mummy, 
And I thought, oh, no. He had gone Also, under, it was from a distance, was it? Yeah, he had gone under the mm. clothes, under the thing. And I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Under the door. And I was like, Jagger. And I could hear him. He goes, I'm okay. I'm up, up the top. And this lady goes to me, dear, it's okay. I've got your son here. Oh. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Can you just keep him there? She goes, that's fine. I didn't have any clothes on, so mm. I went to go, all right, I'm going to go and put my clothes on. He's taken all my <laughs> jeans and my top and everything that I've taken off, <laughs> and underneath the door he's ran and run and put them three doors up. Well, so what was the other woman in the change room he'd snuck into wearing? Because if she's starkers... And this- I feel like I'm thankful that she was a bit more of an older lady. Because right. you know when they seem so understanding yeah. and they've got grandkids and stuff like that? You know, In Supre, it wouldn't be as well accepted. He's in here! Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Is that your Get child? Why do you go shopping with a child? Why can't you just go by yourself? Why do they make that gap? So big. Because I that same yes. same kind of thing happened to me, but in reverse, and it was terrible. And I really I regretted all my my parenting decisions. I was I had a big night the night before. I wasn't feeling very good. I stopped into a toilet with my daughter because I you know I had to I had to I had to vomit. And I said, just wait here, <laughs> and I'm vomiting. And she came under the store and started patting me on the back, the base, basically holding my hair back. Well, that says more about you than the door gap, I, I, I would have thought. Isn't that horrendous? It's horrendous that you did that. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. What are you blaming here? The door gap? Yes, the or, door gap. Or you? No, the door gap. Completely the door gap. For being out in public, hung over with your daughter. <laughs> Who hasn't been hung over with their daughter? <laughs> you told a much worse story the other day about your mother. Oh, what? look at you! Look <laughs> at you! You've just, really just got a comparison. Why That's did not even go this way? I did not expect. I thought we'd Neither all be like, we. "Yeah, we've all done that, right?" High five, woo! And then no, it's cold out here, guys. It's very. You cold. know how we say this is a safe space? It's not. It it's never a safe is. space when we talk it's off not. air. Off air, hun. Safe space. This is a war zone. <laughs> Uh, uh, play a song. Do something. Uh, <laughs> oh, stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Are you okay, Maddie? I'm actually not. Are you not? No. Why is it mean? Well, I don't understand what it's got to do with you and why you're so upset about it. Well, you tell everyone first, Stav, what you've done. Okay. And then once they've taken in the information, mm-hmm. I'll explain as to He's why. He's improved okay. himself. Well, new listeners to the show might not be aware, but there has been a continuing saga uh, about my um, choice of facial hair. I decided saga. I decided to grow a beard to varying degrees of success. I think it was about 50-50%. Uh, 50% said yes, they liked it. 50% said no, it's got to go. The 50% that said yes, generally male. 50% said no, it's got to go, generally female. And the tippy top of that one was my wife, who... Hated it. Guys love beards, and they love beards on other guys. It's like you've got a beard, I've got a beard. Where man, I don't know what it is about it, but you guys should try kissing each other. It's when the barber shop came back. I think the barber shop now is a place. It's a sanctuary, like where you can just go with the boys, mm. get a trim, decompress about the day, and not be judged. Have some mad banter. Have some mad banter. But so overnight, I have. Nuded up. I have. It looks good. Shaved. It looks good. You look yeah. younger because it was very white. White. Gray. Yeah. It's gone now. And to and be does, fair, does Cat like it? Yes. Well, then that's it. So why is Maddie taking this so? Oh. <laughs> the death march. The uh, death of the beard. Stab's beard. We hardly knew. I cremated it, which was quite dangerous. <laughs> um, but <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, Maddie. If you were so devastated about it, which you are, yeah. why did it take you 6.3 minutes to even realise that it was gone? Because you were drinking coffee, nah. so, so no. you were, the, no. your cup was in no. front of your face before no. I noticed. No, I don't drink. I don't sip for six minutes. We were chatting. We um, were eye-to-eye contact. No. We were chatting away. I don't look people in the eye first thing in the morning. It was like 10 to 5 in the morning. Where but, do you look? Straight at the nipples. <laughs> 
<laughs> about that. We need to have a chat to you. All the girls are just like, enough well, with the my... nipple talk. No. Look at our beard. No. <laughs> stab, my eye height to stab, that's where it is because well, he's a tall, not you're a tall that's man. That's not good. That's awkward. Yeah. All I'm going to be thinking of is why you're talking to me is that you're staring at my areoli. I tell, I'll tell you why it upsets me the <laughs> most. Put a shirt on then. <laughs> talk to him. It's your face, and you can do whatever you want with your face. Apparently not. Apparently not. And this is what upset me the most, right? Is I gave you so much positive reinforcement. You did. You did. I backed you in. I was like, buddy, even the point where, you know, you had the gaps and everything, I'm like, don't worry, they'll fill in, they'll be fine. Everyone else is slagging you off. Were they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you weren't aware of it. No. Were they? Give me some examples of oh, what people were saying. I wasn't slagging him off. What did I you said say? Oh. No, he kept saying to me, do you like it? Do you like it? And I was like, if you like it, that's fine. I'm not going to get, I'm to, not going to lie to him. To his face, you were. You were. You know you were. And this is my problem is. I can't lie. You, I wasn't a fan of it. But I didn't say hate it, get rid of it. You I let just the went, haters in, man. You let uh, the haters win. Did. Do you know how many ridiculous <laughs> pairs of clothing I have that people have ripped on me for? Mm. And I'm not even sure if I like them, but I just stick with it so the haters Why? can't win. Because haters shouldn't win. Stav, here's a question. What do you prefer? I don't know. Now I miss it. You know, you miss it? Do you know what? It makes me realise that my, my front teeth protrude a lot now that I'm nude. Like, it kind of hid that. My overbite kind of hid it. Now I feel like I can open beer bottles with my... But that's never been... No, but I, no- I notice it now. I don't think a moustache changes that. Mm. It's whatever you feel comfortable for. If you like it, Why? go back. Do you think his teeth stick out in the day? No, I don't. Look at his teeth now. Look at them. He's got them all wide and stuff. Look at him. So they do stand out? <laughs> Told you, man. She was slaying you off. You let her win. You let the haters win, buddy. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Uh, yeah, jump on. Our best caller this morning. We're going to give you tickets to go along and uh, check out a movie. It's called Tully, the surprising and entertaining Tully. Uh, it stars Charlize Theron. It's in cinemas right now. Good reviews. We've got Esther from Tingalpa. You're on for first calls. What would you like to talk about? Hi, Abs. I've got a hack for you to get the foundation out of your clothing. Yes, please. I just, yes, I just took it into the bathroom. I was say, you weren't wearing and I that tried two to put it ago. on again and it totally exploded. So, yes, please. A shaving cream gets it out. <gasps> Wow! Yeah, I learned that in high school wearing a white blouse. That's fabulous. Thank you. Shaving so what, cream. just because it foams up? Um, I'm not too sure. I think it's the things in the shaving cream and it gets the foundation out. So not hair That's removal it. cream, just actual shaving cream? Shaving cream. cream. Yes, yeah. Right, oh, give it brilliant. A You've got some here, haven't you? Uh, yes, I do, in my locker. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, thank you. She's Abby's also a little bit puffed because she ran back from the bathroom where she was trying to clean up the stain. It's a long, long, long way. <laughs> you know, people who are trying not to be puffed often sound more puffed than they are. Cause they... It's like people trying not to cry sound more emotional than yes. people that would just cry. Yeah. Uh, Gera, hi. Hey, yeah. Just uh, got a bit of a public service announcement. It's not a new problem. It's not even really original. But uh, your car does actually have an indicator. Ah, yes, it does. Uh, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Especially uh, turning left outbound mm. from O'Keefe Street onto Logan Road. Oh, yeah. It's just, it, yeah. Yeah, Jared, yeah. yeah, as a scooter driver too, there's nothing more dangerous when people just decide to turn and they don't indicate. It's a mm. nightmare. So and you that even is have a good to, one. Yeah, yeah. You even have to indicate when you're merging for a lane that finishes. You still have to yeah, indicate 100%. out of that. Do you know which one always yep. confuses me? Me. What do you do on a roundabout? Because yes. I indicate when I get off a roundabout too. Yes, you do. You're supposed to. Uh, really? I think approaching a roundabout, you indicate left if you're turning left. Mm. You indicate left as you're in the roundabout to yep. exit it going forward. Mm. And then the same for going right, kind of. Or so, indicate right on the roundabout and then left exiting yep. the third. Right. If you go, yeah, I, think I, don't even, I don't even drive and I know that. Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes I get so confused, I just put on the hazards. Which way yeah, just watch out, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Something. Just something would be good. Something. Yeah. Just something. All right, good yeah, on you. Yeah. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Park Ridge. Tracy, you're on the air. Morning. Morning, guys. How are we today? We're good. Well. That's good. I know it's so cold this morning again. So mm. I'm just, you know, this weather. I want to know out of you guys, who's the big spoon who's the little spoon? Uh, I'm the big spoon. Maddie's the little spoon. Is that what you meant? <laughs> <laughs> Not now. He's got rid of his beard. Maddie no. might not want yeah. to be the little spoon. I, I actually don't like to cuddle in bed. I'm not. I'm not a touching person. I. I like to have my own space. I'm the same. Here, yeah. 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 No, I like a cuddle when it's cold, but then after that, I, mm. 
you know, leave me alone. I need to sleep. Tracy, I love a hot water bottle. Is that too old fashioned? I love a hot water bottle. No, I'm in a a hot uh, water bed with a hot. (gasps) You know, the heater, so yeah. it's perfect. Mm. Tracy, you've st- water beds still exist? Yeah, well, I'm at my dad's at the moment while we're building a house, and yeah, he had a water bed there, so oh, I'm like, nice. yeah. and he put the heater on for me. I'm like, love you, Dad. It's a real 90s, isn't it? <laughs> on your dad's water bed. <laughs> Think of all the things that yes. have happened on that. Stop. Really? <laughs> There's more motion in the ocean. Yeah. Look at well, this it was his birthday yesterday, so happy <laughs> <laughs> birthday to him. <laughs> You ever slept on it without the heater, Tracy? It is arctic. Like, it's actually it painful. Is, yeah, you, you just don't. No, you can't. The heater always stays on. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, Tracy. Well, um, good to chat this morning. <laughs> See you guys. See you. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. A sad, sad announcement was made uh, by one of the greatest rugby league players of the generation. Today, I'm announcing my retirement from representative football. Uh, as of right now, which means I'll be unavailable for selection for the Maroons in uh, 2018 State of Origin Series. The captain, Cam Smith, Mm. has pulled the pin, so we go to another brilliant player of our generation. On the inside for Parker, still going! Corey Parker is in! Corey Parker, morning, buddy. Morning, guys. How you going? We're we're dealing with the shock. Yeah, how would you sleep last night knowing that uh, Queensland will be without Cam Smith this year? I didn't sleep a wink, mate. Laid there all night just thinking, where am I going to put all these players now? <laughs> how many are out? In all honesty, we've got Jonathan Thurston's not playing. Yeah, Cronk's out. Cam Smith, Cronk's out. Who's who's in? Oh, yeah, well, it's a good question. I mean, in three weeks' time, we'll find that out. But, that, you know, there's the big question on everyone's list is who's going to fill that? Uh, number nine jersey that's been held by Cameron for, what, 14 years? Mm. I think throughout that time, there's only been one guy, one guy in the whole, well, of the last decade that's ever pulled on the number nine jersey, and that was Matt Ballon, and that was because Smithy was uh, suspended. So mm. what a remarkable uh, career he's had, but now we just got to look forward. We can't, you know, there's no other way, so... But also, um, also yeah. I guess, he, he's the captain as well. Who do you think would step up uh, into that role? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Um, for me, my, my choice or my likely choice would be uh, Billy Slater. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, have, just having played with Billy and, uh, and his involvement in that side, he, he's very vocal, um, he's very well respected, mm. um, and, he, and he plays 80 minutes. So on the field with Popper position he plays is, is like I said, he's very vocal at it. I mean, but in saying that, there's a lot of good guys there. I mean, Matt Scott's still, he, he's still there. He's currently a captain at uh, the Cowboys, albeit that, you know, they're not going as great as everyone wants them to. Mm. Uh, GI's there, so there's, a, there's enough uh, experience there that, you know, someone can be captain, but I guess Kevy and his staff will have to come up with, with with an answer. Did you talk to him yesterday? <laughs> Send him a text or give him a call? Oh yeah, no, I spoke to Kevy yesterday. Um, he uh, or Cam? What about yeah. Cam? You talked to him as well? I did. I spoke to Smitty yesterday. Look, it's well, just looking back to when I um, retired for such a long period of time, and Cameron, you know, epitomises this. You, you know, you, you put the team first, and you're a very selfless act, and. and um, you compromise and you sacrifice all these things. When you when you come to the end, or, or you know, uh, when, when retirement sort of beckons, you actually got to be selfish within yourself and stick to what you feels right. And mm. for him, and as as he said yesterday in his press conferences, um, you know, like his family, he's missed out on a lot of things, and that's one of the sacrifices. But the other thing is, you know, it, it just takes a mental and, and physical toll uh, on the body and. You know, you know, three and four days after a game before you uh, before you recover. So, look, we've heard the the news about Cameron not playing State of Origin, and I wouldn't be surprised if in the near future um, there's some more news to say that he might pull, you know, hang the boots up with oh, the yeah. with the purple side. So, yeah. um, well, you know, for me, Smitty, he was one of those guys that, yeah, he would play. Until he couldn't play anymore in a maroon jersey. Mm. Now that he's, he's actually pulled that curtain down, I just get the sense that maybe, maybe just around the corner, um, there could be another announcement. And, and look, this day was always going to come. We, you know, 
as much as you want players to play on forever, um, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what caught me off guard, is just as fans, you forget how taxing it is on the body. And he was saying that he's just been on the couch after games or maybe not been able to play for the Storm because he's playing for, like, Origin. Has there yeah. just been times where you're like, I physically cannot yeah. keep going? Yeah. No, it's, it's not a point of you can't keep going, but when you set yourself some standards and, and you don't like to compromise those... Um, and, and when you start to compromise them within yourself, it just doesn't sit right. Um, and yeah, he, he's in that in that mould. And Origin, the eighty minutes that you played has, has a real big effect in mm-hmm. terms of you know physically, but it's the mental drain of it. That just like after an Origin game, when the crowd's gone away and the you know, the, the euphoria of you know the adrenaline's all gone away, you just got that real flat feeling. And um, and then you're asked to back up for your club, and you know you got players in your club that are doing everything they can to, to you know, to, to, to win a game. And, and you just sort of, at times, you turn up and just go, oh, jeez, here we go again. You do your best, but you know it's not your best. Um, do you so. start to think, though, Corey, if you had just hung on a couple of more years, you might have got to finally be the captain mm. of the Maroons? Are you thinking, Smithy, <laughs> you jerk, if you had told uh, me, I'll, maybe I would have uh, hung on. No, not at all, not at all. But, I mean, the transition period, as, we, as Abby just sort of said, in the last, what, four years, Hodge, Justin Hodges retired, I've retired, Thurstow's retired, Cronk's retired, Smitty's retired, GI hasn't got much longer in him, Matt Scott hasn't got much longer in him, so this transition period is, is very important time for Queensland Rugby League. Mm, I reckon we've is. still got it. My favourite thing Mate. was our boss, who's a blue jerk, texts and goes, Fine, yeah, we're going to win. It, it, what it takes is for all of our team to retire yeah, for New South Wales to win. finally get some confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, it's, and again, now you talk about pressure, mm. you know, Queensland don't have any, according to the, the punters. Yeah. And, uh, you know, New South Wales got everything. So it'll be a very interesting series. But the, the, the great thing about Queensland, it doesn't matter who pulls on the jersey, um, everyone just, they just go out there and do their very best. And that's all that, uh, if you're a Queensland, you can ask for. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, uh, buddy, don't forget you can live stream the 2018 NRL uh, season on Foxtel now. Get your two-week free trial, foxsports.com.au, to see you doing your thing on there. Uh, buddy, thanks for calling through this morning. Nice to chat. No worries, guys. Have a great day. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Do we have a listener? baby or knows someone who had a baby after 3 p.m. yesterday because did you feel it I don't know where you guys were maybe you're at school pickup but at 3 p.m. did you just feel all overcrowded oh, oh, so busy so busy because we oh. made the five millionth mark yeah. five million people now in Queensland oh, no room well I, yeah okay but um they've actually <laughs> uh, named the little girl that has become the five millionth Queenslander her mm. name is Elizabeth Lynn McKenzie at the Royal Brisbane. Um, bit of an issue with it. Mm. Her parents are blue supporters. What? Yeah, that's the only thing. Sorry. But besides that, she's adorable. She's absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. Besides, I guess that's not her fault. Yeah, but she is the one that they're claiming is a five million. It's very specific, isn't it? Cause, well, I hope she like gets a, a certificate. Yeah, because there's a baby born, like, you know, all the time, right? Like now, now there's a baby, now... But are they in Queensland? No, I don't think they're that quick, I don't think they're they? that quick. Oh, have you seen the population counter in Canberra? It's just... Have they got one? Well, you can watch it like That thing. just keeps going over. No, that's accurate. They're counting. It must be when it gets entered into the system. Yes. Hmm. So, like, when they... That's accurate. You can't have a population counter that's not accurate. But I'm just saying, like, you got... Yeah, Manny's right. You've got to enter it into the system. If you look at your birth certificate, it's when you're even registered, which is not sometimes your birthday. It's very confusing. This is where things are going to be an issue, though. Why? So, they're saying that the five millionth was here in Brisbane. Yes. Mm. Uh, but further north in Townsville, there's claims that the five millionth person was born there. <laughs> and oh. it was a baby boy mm. um, named Cordy. So we're going to check the Sunshine News and they're going to say the five millionth baby was there? Well, it's you know what it's actually made me think? What? Every time you read the paper and they say, here you go, this was the first baby born of the year on New Year's Eve, mm. maybe it's not true. Maybe it's a lie. Maybe every town and every city tries to claim it. Maybe. If you were the mum, I would be like, can we just hang on? What? It's a few minutes to midnight. Can we just <laughs> hang on? But not too much. Quick, go, go, go. But then that's, that sucks for the baby because they got to wait another day for their birthday yeah. every year. You know, they cut it earlier. But uh, mum Samantha Kerr gave birth at eight minutes past three yesterday. That's when Townsville <laughs> are saying they had the five millionth baby. So 131060 of anyone... 
knows anyone. If you had a baby before eight past three, maybe you're the actual real five millionth person. Um, we got Paige who's called through, but Paige is way out, unfortunately, Paige. Oh, well, Paige. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just realised that she was quite a bit out one fifty in the morning. Oh, you had a baby one fifty this morning? No, no, not me. A uh, oh. friend from work. Right. Oh. <clears throat> I was going to say. Oh, that's a smart, yeah. If you're, if you're back in the car right now and you only finished up at one fifty, That's like Kate Middleton style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, guys. No, thank, thank you. you. Sorry thank you. Well, no, congratulations you. to her. She's yes. still like the the five million and seven. No, it'd be more than that. <laughs> but no, we haven't got heaps of calls of people who had babies no. or more people that have babies. Actually, we I'm did work that out. We did have. You're going um, to do some stats, mm-hmm, eh? Mm-hmm. We did speak to the mum, um, and she was going to come on the, come on and chat with us this morning. She's pulled out last minute. I don't know why. She must be busy doing something, <laughs> uh, looking after a child. But this is. And you know what else is funny about this? We tried to get both of the um, journalists yeah. on from the Courier Mail who were saying it was in Brisbane and one from Townsville. Mm. Neither want to talk. So I think there's going to be some trouble at the papers. Shouldn't we just be one. celebrating? No, we want to get to the bottom of it. Because we don't yeah. know who to give the certificate to. Well, that's exactly right. I feel like you should get a prize if you're the five millionth. And 100%. Like a medal or something called Keys to the City. A participation. Yeah, but what participation city Participation award. <laughs> yeah, but... Pat- 47 babies every hour. How did you work that out? Because we were at 4 million in 2006, took us 12 years to get to 5 million, so I divided 5 million by 12, then divided that number by 365 to give you the day amount, 47.5 babies born every hour. So the point five is probably on the one o'clock and just tips over. Bang, there it goes. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Well, weekend ahead for Abby Coleman. She wants to hit up some parties. It's you guys know that I love a party? Yeah, she's the party gal. Yeah, there ain't no party like an Abby tea party. Hey, how? Oh. <laughs> huh? S-Cob 7 were a great band. <laughs> they had, their TV show was a riot. Really? Yeah, when they I opened a, a, a hotel in Miami. They're only five yeah. now, or four. Oh, that's depressing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Hey, we put the band back together. No, we ain't. Uh, this was a conversation we had around this time yesterday. I've just noticed that my husband's going to a lot of parties, and it just dawned on me that all of his friends, most of his friends, aren't his age. So he went to a 30th on the weekend. Are you jealous? No, I just Yeah, she's jealous. Yeah. I don't think I would do it. Hmm. Oh, no, they need someone to drive the courtesy bus. If anyone wants to invite me to a 21st this weekend, oh, I my am go- there. Are you having an 18th or a 21st? Abby will attend and do a full report on how that went. Double your bar card. I don't know what to wear. (laughs) The phones lit up. Yeah, but I was just thinking, it was a comment, like I didn't think about it. And you know me, I'm like, I'll be there, I'll be there. And then I'll go, oh, I've got commitments. You're working all weekend. Pardon? You're working all weekend. Working all weekend. Like, honestly, I am working this weekend. She's not. She's lying to you, everyone. No, I'm joking. (laughs) We, I have overcommitted you there mm-hmm. by saying I would lock you in. So I will take full responsibility for getting the hopes of 18 and 21 year olds up. Or will you be my designated driver that drives me around to all the parties on the weekend then, Maddie? You literally can't. You literally are working, you moron. I know, but don't you sometimes, don't you sometimes feel like you want to pick a better deal? You literally, don't you feel you're like at, that you're at you a get... thing until 10.30 on Saturday night. <gasps> oh, 18s go to like 2am, but... Eh. Lily! Okay, this is, this is going to be interesting. Lily in Regent's Park, what birthday are you having? I'm having my 21st this weekend. Yay, I love a 21st. I yes. didn't remember mine. I got dragged out early, and I always regret that because my parents paid a lot for it, so don't do what I do and go early. Just, yeah, for it. <laughs> yes, drink responsibly. Here, here's what we're meant to do here is, unfortunately, we've got a lot of people on who rang yesterday. Abby is going to let you guys know she cannot make it because she's working. Um, but she's oh, got to give every person a different excuse. Now, okay. an- another yeah. thing to just be, just as you're playing along at home, yeah. Abby can't say no to anything. No, she can't. So the idea <laughs> okay. of this is for her to let everyone down, yeah. but, but we're not sure what will happen. Lily, yeah. where are you having it at? I'm having it at my home, actually. Whereabouts is that? In Regent's Park. Regent's Park. How far away is that from the convention centre? Not. No, but that's where I am. That's where I'm hosting South the gig. Southside. <laughs> is it Southside? That's near me. What yeah. time are you having it? I'm having it at 6.30. 6.30, that is early. So I'm yeah. going to be at the convention yeah. centre till around about 10.30 and 11. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I probably, I know, I'm probably going to miss the, unless you want me to be there after to hold people's hair well, or anything. Gonna mi- 
you're going to miss out on the Khloe Kardashian baby shower balloons going on, you know. <gasps> the big pink ones? Yeah, the big pink ones. Oh, I love those. Yeah. So we've got a lot of people to get here okay, too. Okay, sorry. So um, it... Lily, I am working. I've got like this Toyota um, awards thing that I'm hosting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know mine will be a little bit more... I think it might be a little bit more enjoyable, you know, but that's okay. Yeah, sorry, hon. All righty. Emily, you're having an 18th? Yeah, well, not actually myself. My best friend, Tom, he's got his 18th on Saturday at 6 o'clock in Kalanga. We would love for you to come, Abby. 6 o'clock? You guys are really going early, aren't you? Yeah, yep, got to res- party until the sun comes up the oh. next day. Listen to Nana over there. God, you guys start early. <laughs> no, well, that, that would be the opposite. I used to start late. Have yeah. Nana nap yeah, you got some little kids going, so you have to go early for the young ones and then late for the old ones. You just mm. confused the hell out of one Abby Coleman here. You've got kids going? <laughs> yeah, well, aunties and uncles yeah, bring the cousins. the young ones. And they leave yeah, early. you've got younger sisters and that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you have to go party for the young ones too. Yeah, well, at 6 o'clock I'm not going to be able to make it, I'm afraid. They're going to like 5am. Yeah, we're going till the next day. Okay. They so can sure come at 1 o'clock in the morning and we'll still be there. Mm-hmm. Can I bring the kids? Sure can. They'll probably be asleep <laughs> and half of them will probably be drunk, but that'll be funny. Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> what, what Just tell you I? can't make it. I can't. Sorry, Emily. I feel bad. You're really bad at this. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, why do I say to you, I don't like saying no. I always think, oh, you could make it. All right, here we go. Last one. John, what have you got on this weekend? Oh, I've got my 21st husband. Ooh, whereabouts? Um, at uh, Eagleby. Eagleby. Yeah. Race course. That's Eagle Farm. <laughs> is it Eagle Farm, That's is Eagle it? Farm, yeah. That's Eagle Farms. Well, yeah. I would have been at the wrong address. <laughs> that would have been awkward, John. <laughs> Are you going or not? Yeah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think I think the idea of a group of 21-year-old men has just sparked her attention. No, you have. You have. No, come on. You have, have both genders there, won't you? John? You there? Yeah. 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 So just say no. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I'll see how I go, no. John. <laughs> we, can, we can start late. We can keep it late if you want. <laughs> how are you going to get to, from it's the convention centre to Eagle Beach? It's Friday night. They're called taxis. Yeah. <laughs> And it's on Friday night, not Saturday night, so... Friday oh, night, no, Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah. I can't. I do have a date with my six-year-old son. We're having takeaway on Friday night. That's what, I can't do that one. Sorry, hon. Oh. Yeah. What time does that wrap up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what time does he go to bed? <laughs> when he the likes party the party. Starts. He definitely likes the party. <laughs> All right, John. you, John. All three of us will be there. No, I'm not going. Oh. John, happy birthday, hon. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. See? Royal wedding. Saturday night, our time. The wedding happens. Meghan Markle, Prince Harry. Uh, we will have updates on you tomorrow on whether or not her dad's actually going to walk her down the aisle or not. That keeps changing every day. Uh, but an exclusive right now. Um, we found out about a man um, from here in Australia. His name is Philip Bernard. Now, he is going to be leading the procession, which is the horses that actually take Meghan Markle to the wedding. Um, and they're from Melbourne, but we've got his wife on right now. Janet, good morning. Hello, how are you today? But that's a very English accent you've got there now. Oh, we've been over here for quite some time. Please don't call it English. I try so hard to say Australian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> how, tell us this. So you you live at the Royal Palace, is that right? You, you live over there and you guys drive them around on horses. As a family, yes, we live here at the Royal Muse, which is all part of Buckingham Palace. Wow. And it's my husband who is the senior coachman. He actually runs the Royal Muse. Mm-hmm. He is the one leading the uh, carriage procession for the royal wedding. Wow, that's awesome. Do they use them often, though? Like, is it just like a... Yeah, they they go down the the shops for bread and milk, get (laughs) the horses. Yeah. Sorry, you make me laugh. Um, The horses are used for lots of different jobs, usually ceremonial type, uh, you know, things, Mm. um, ambassador jobs. There's lots of state occasions they're used for. But also, believe it or not, we actually have horses who are used for a mail run around the palace each day. Oh, wow. Most wow. used as a training run. Right. Well, the queen, when the Queen orders stuff off ASOS and things like that, <laughs> yeah. the horse goes and drops it off. <laughs> well, I haven't 
checked that one out yet, but maybe. Maybe. Right. Now, I've heard a lot in the news, and you can confirm this or deny this, that they were a little bit concerned whether they wanted to have like an open carriage and whether it was a security issue. Are they going to go ahead with it? Do you know, it's not actually the security issue that I think the concern is over. It's purely this English weather. Mm. You would never know what it's going to do. Uh. So literally there's an open carriage ready and waiting, mm -hmm. but there is a wet weather sort of plan B just in case. Uh, every good wedding needs a wet weather plan. Which is also a carriage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. And so that's what your husband does for a, a living. What do you do while you're uh, staying at the Muse? Do you work for the Royals as well? No, I don't. I'm, I'm a dressage instructor. I'm also oh, into horses, so yeah. I, I do my okay. teaching. Mm -hmm. And I actually work in the equestrian department at Harrods. Oh. So I can sort of use my, my horse background and knowledge to help people out in that respect. I never saw the equestrian yeah. section at Harrods. I went straight to the toys. The toy store at Harrods is insane. <laughs> Come and visit me on the fifth floor then, please. <laughs> I, I will. I'm, I'm sorry. I should have done that. Janet, do you get an invite to the wedding? Where will you be viewing it? Um, I will actually go to Windsor Castle on Friday, so the night before, and I will be able to watch the carriage procession itself um, from the, the castle grounds. So I won't be in the chapel. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, the bit of the, the wedding I want to see, of course, is, is Philip and the horses. It's, it's that moment when she steps out of the carriage, which is going to be amazing, and everyone's going to find out what Megan's wearing. Mm. Yes, that's do, going oh, to be very exciting. Do they practice so she doesn't do a trip? Do you, does he have to do a practice with the royals? Not for that part, because they're actually going to arrive at the chapel in cars, and the, the carriages will then be waiting for them to get into when the actual wedding is finished. After. Oh, the right. carriage yes. procession is is after the wedding. Because otherwise, I was going to say, your husband would be one of the first people in the world to see the dress if it was the other way around, but um, but obviously not. Do you know, I have to tell you, Philip will be far too concerned about his horses uh -huh. yeah. and thinking about how they're behaving to even think about the wedding dress. Wow. Mm. Well, he, let's uh, not tell Megan that. <laughs> is he allowed to... Um, what, what's the rules with, with talking to them? Like, is he allowed to say... Congratulations. Hey, Harry, you get less for murder. Ha, ha, ha. Jab, jab, jab. <laughs> like, what, what, what's the protocol? Oh, I'm sure he'll work on something. Yeah. No, it, he won't be in a position to actually speak to them in this scenario right. because he'll be on the horse and focused there and they'll be focused on their bit, smiling and waving and doing what royals do best. Mm. So what is the name? So I, when I'm watching it, I can see what is the name of the horse that's going to be leading Prince Harry and Meghan Markle after? The carriage is drawn by four horses. Mm -hmm. Philip would be riding a horse called Milford Haven mm -hmm. and leading a horse called Storm. So they're the two leaders. Mm -hmm. And then the horses that we call the wheelers, that's the horses closest to the carriage. One is called Plymouth and one is called Tyrone. And the nice thing about these four horses being chosen is actually that Milford Haven and Plymouth are actually half-sisters. Oh, and Storm and Tyrone are actually father and son. Oh, there you go. It's family. a whole family. What a family. A family of grey horses here. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And living there at the castle, on a Saturday morning, have you ever, like, just bumped into the Queen? Like, is that, is that how it kind of works, that you guys could just go, oh, there she is, or...? Yes, that the Queen and the Duke are around on a regular basis, and they will stop and chat sometimes. Yeah. Depends on, on what's happening, but... Yeah, it's it's a, actually a lovely environment. I imagine Philip's though is very strict and never shares anything that he sees. Of course, yes, of course, of, of course. course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's the horses you've got to watch out it is, for. It is one of those. It is one of those situations. Of course. Mm. Mm. Janet, thank you so much for uh, coming on this morning and filling us in. We really appreciate it. I, I want to say thank you for the opportunity for sort of for sharing this with. With, you know, for us, it's our family and friends in Australia. Yeah, well, yeah absolutely. If you want to sound really, no, thank you. Yeah, sound really Australian, just say cheers now as well. Like to finish, we'll go cheers. Do you know, I always think of cheers as a really, um, not an Aussie thing to say, no. but a, a, a British thing to say. Oh, is say good day. I'm, I'm trying to find, yeah, good day. No, hooroo. Hooroo. That's what we're looking for. Hooroo. Come on, Janice, give us a hooroo. <clears throat> Lulu's a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Radio uh, Alpha Bucks, it's worth $10,000. We are going to give that away tomorrow. 17th of May, uh, 8 a.m. is when we play. Here's the letter to help you out. F for Freddie. Alpha people choose Alpha Airport Parking to be dropped right out the front of the terminal. AlphaAirportParking.com.au 
staff Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Oh, yeah, baby. Feel that? That is the feeling of $10,000 in cash, $5 notes being flicked in your face. And that's what this person's going to get this morning, I reckon. <laughs> and we do have to celebrate them from Cause from Yarra Billy is Kyle. It's his first time on air. Hey! How are you going? Good, We're Kyle. Good. We are hoping that you walk away with $10,000 so we can scream with you. But you know that you get $50 for each correct answer. Just say pass if you can't think quickly. We might have time to come back with it. But each um, answer needs to start with the letter you're about to get given. Okay. okay. All right. Kyle, your letter for today is K for Kyle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and your time will start when I finish the first question, which today is name a Brisbane suburb. Canangra. Name somewhere you go on the weekend. Uh, pass. Name an item of clothing. Uh, oh, pass. Name a healthy food. Uh, kale. Name a country. Uh, pass. Name an R&B artist. Uh, Kelly Rowland. Name a chocolate. Oh, pass. Ah. Canungra starts with a C, does it? I don't know. I'll check. I've done a Google. It is. Google. Then why you, yeah. yeah. You sure? Well, well, it's Where just, is it? Uh, it is just sort of inland from sort of the Gold Coast. Oh. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I know. I feel the reason. I just hate breaking the bad news, Kyle. <laughs> sorry. $100 then, hun. That's all good. $100. For a Brisbane suburb, you could have had Kedron or Kelvin Grove. For something you, um, somewhere you go on the weekend, you could have had Kmart or Ken, um, <laughs> Kingston Park Raceway. Name a clothing, you could have had a kilt. Um, and for a country, uh, Kenya. Oh, yeah. That's fine. $100. Thank you. 100 bucks, buddy. All yours. That's some sweet cash. We'll play again. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Make sure you get on board. Uh, for Alpha Bucks, you'll save Alpha Bucks with Alpha Airport Parking. Alpha Airport Parking. Dot com dot au. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We love it when people join the show. And even if they bring a dilemma to the table, we'll try and solve it for you. And Julia in Paddington has called up. Morning. Good morning. This is an interesting one. What happened to you guys? So, um, pretty much my son had his 10th birthday um, and he had 12 kids. My husband and I paid for, you know, the big expensive fancy party mm-hmm. and only two of the kids bought presents. It kind of wasn't my son who kind of went, you know, gee, mum, I've got no presents. It was me sitting there looking going, yeah. mm. when, when was it acceptable for us to rock up at kids' parties without presents considering when, you know, I was a lot younger, you, you would never go to a party without a present. Mm. No. So just kind of wondering, like, when did it change? Like, what what's going on? I didn't think it had changed. I don't know, Julia. I'm, I, I'm with you. And it's hard, isn't it? Especially when you, your child doesn't care, but you care for your child. And then you're going, yeah. wait a minute, I had to pay a certain amount per head. It's like weddings. I think, you yeah. know, if, pers- if people have paid for you to be able to eat and drink, then it's a courtesy. And maybe it's not an amount, it's whatever you can afford. But mm. it is a courtesy to be able to give a gift. Definitely, especially when, like, my son would appreciate just a card going, yeah. hey, dude, have a great day. But, yeah, you kind of look at all the other kids and it's like, when when did we just go, you know what, we're going to go to these parties that the parents have forked out a fortune for and we're not going to bring anything and we're just going to dump our kids and we're going to leave them for a couple of hours. Mm. So you had... It seems like things are changing. <laughs> so you had 12 kids turn up, only two bought yep. presents. Yeah, yeah, and the rest of the parents kind of just left the kids and went, yep, see you in two hours, and I'm like, oh. Was it, Julia, I mean, I know this shouldn't matter, but just did you send out an invite? Because it was an official invite, it wasn't just a play date, and you didn't write no gifts, obviously. No, it was an uh, official official invite. Um, it was one of those big fancy play centres. So you know, oh, you know, yeah. per child, it's you know fifty to seventy bucks per child. And <gasps> what? It's, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like, gee, oh my god, if I rocked up at a, a party without a gift, my, I would nah. be in a lot of trouble. But um, yeah, I, think I just kind of wanted to see. I totally yeah. think that's wrong, and I would have been really annoyed as well. I understand yeah. if you write no gifts, that's understandable. Or if you do an invite and you write BYO, mm. you know, for when we're older. I'm sure you didn't do that now, Julia. Yeah. But, you know, once you're older, if you do BYO, then I think that it's acceptable for people to go, oh, okay, they're not supplying anything. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. even just, yeah, no, I would have been really annoyed. 
for kids, I think it's a bit different. Adults like it. I think we just enjoy each other's company more than anything. But kids, it's, you know, you sit there, you count your presents, you get excited. Um, And, yeah, I mean, it it just seems like times are changing. You know, back, you know, when I was a kid, um, you'd sit there and count your presents. You'd ask your mates, what have you bought me in? But now kids are just kind of like, yeah, I'm here. You know, my presence is enough. Did Mm. you not let Um, those other 10 kids have cake? Did you go, sorry, Scabby, (laughs) you're not getting a slice? I was tempted. No party bags. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's hard, isn't it, because it's the parents. It's not the kids' fault. And I don't know if it's, it's a total thing these days, but I reckon a lot more people are rocking up at weddings without giving gifts. No, you got to yeah. say that. 13, 10, 60. We're going to open the phones on this. This is a brilliant conversation, Julia. Listening to this, do you think um, that you can turn up to a kid's party without a gift or do you think it's wrong and you, and you must take one? Uh, 13, 10, 60. Julia, hang on the line because we're going to get Brisbane's opinion and find out what they think, all right? Thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Now, we had Julia who called through to the show just before. Yeah, when she was talking about her son had a 10th birthday and it was a, it was a bit of an expense for her because she did have it at an outside place, you know, when you pay per person, per yeah, about, kid. About 50 bucks a kid, 12, yeah. those 12 kids there. And she was just a little bit taken back because she was surprised that only two um, out of the 12 kids that came brought presents. And she's like, is that a thing now? Are we? At what age do we stop giving presents? Mm. And we just want to know, 13, 10, 60, what do you think about it? Rebecca in Tivoli, what do you think? Beck. Like, I think as a parent, we choose to do that for our children and it's to see the happy and joy on the day. And unfortunately, in the society we live in, a lot of people don't have a lot of money. So I think that, you know, they showed up and I think the presence of them being there far outweighs a gift. And if, you know, they thought that they would rather their children go without a gift, then, like, the two kids that brought gifts actually just show up. Yeah. Do you know what, though, Rebecca? There was a viral video um, that broke my heart. It was so beautiful. It was from a family that didn't have much money, and they were showing all the the, the kids getting so much joy from not getting the presents but giving them. Mm. You know how they're yeah. like, oh, do you like my present? And he wrapped up a toy at his house that he didn't use as much or wanted his friend and wrapped it up. And the kid get, getting it didn't care that it was a used toy. Oh, do you know? Like, isn't it idea. still maybe teaching the message of giving? Yeah, and I guess you can make gifts like we've never not given a gift. But mm. I just think that, you know, I've my kids used to go to a school and where they went that kids didn't have a lot of money and, um, like, they struggled to, you know, just pay the school fees and, like, the cost of living. And so I think that, you know, I have never not given a gift and we even make gifts sometimes. Mm. But I yeah. think that it's just, you know, that... Some parents just don't have the time for that and aren't creative and don't, didn't think of that. And I just think that the the 10-year-old boy would rather have his friends there and not get a gift than nobody turn up on the day. Mm, interesting. And then um, Jules did make the point that little Jake didn't care. Yeah. Uh, it was more her that was thinking about it, but it's interesting. Angela and Mount Tambourine, what do you think, taking uh, gifts to a kid's party, yay or nay? I don't think it's acceptable at all. I think you always take something, even if it's just a little handwritten note of appreciation, there is, there's no reason why you shouldn't show up just with something, even if you just made it yourself. Mm. Mm. We do just have Julia on the line listening to this. I want to bring Julia back in for a second. Um, Julia, can, can I ask you if you, the kids who didn't bring gifts, um, do you know of their families struggling or you're aware that they could afford $5 for a little box of Lego or something? Julia? Uh, hi, sorry. Um, so I'm aware that, you know, some of them are, you know, less fortunate than others. And don't get me wrong, me and my husband spent for a very long time to do this for our son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I think it's um, the morals and the parenting have changed significantly um, over the years. We were always taught that you, you give. Mm. Um, and to be honest, my son, he, he couldn't have cared less what he, what he got, to be honest. It was more me going, you know what? Uh, a handwritten card, mm. a 50-cent ball out of a gum machine, something like that would mean more than a child um, than, I think, a, a massive gift. And I think it's just that, you know, sh- I don't know, just, just something, you know. I think it's the, the effort, isn't it, Julia? Yeah, like, it's the it effort is. where if it's not the money yeah. for them, and we do understand that, it's the effort of maybe even just going to a yeah. $2 shop because kids I, don't care. Mm. Yeah. No, and I think a lot of kids more, I'm, I'm just, this is me personally, just noticing that a lot more kids are just kind of rocking up for a free ride more than going, you know, hey, mate, we're not at your birthday. Mm. Here's a card to, you know, say thanks for inviting me. Yeah, all right. Well, we're going to go on to Beck now. You hang there, Julia. Beck, what's your thought on this? Do you have to rock up to a party with a gift? for a 10-year-old? Um, personally, I do. Um, I've got a friend that doesn't, and I wish I had the courage not to. Um, <laughs> I think it's um, like you 
put on this party mm. because you chose to. Um, the people who were invited to the party didn't say you have to put on this thing, dangle, expensive party. That was your choice. You can't expect people to um, kind of give you something in return for that. Your child was happy with no presents, and I think that you're teaching him the wrong values. Um that it is, and these people are giving you their time. Time is very precious these days, so I think you should appreciate the time these people made out of their busy weekends to come to your son's party well, then why to celebrate do, his birthday. But then why do you take a gift then? Because I don't have the courage not to. Well, I fully support it's my interesting though. It's who interesting though. Party. Yeah, but you know when you kind of go, I feel like we as kids would never go to a party without giving a gift. So it's interesting you saying that, and people bring like bring it up. It seems like that's what Julie is asking. Has times changed? I I specifically ask my friends to never give my kids presents. Mm. I give my kids presents, and I think that kids these days one have way too much junk in their houses, and two get taught the wrong values that like. Like Abby said, just buy something from a $2 shop. Why should you buy someone a present just for the sake of giving a present? Think you have to put a thought into it. Like, I would hate for someone to come to my kid's party and just bring a $2 piece of junk from a $2 shop because I'd probably throw it out a week later because it's broken or my kids don't like it. But don't your kids like giving gifts? My kids my do. Kid, oh, my, kids give, my kids give gifts all the time to the disadvantaged. They save their pocket money and at the end of the year we buy books for kids who don't get presents. My kids love giving gifts and my kids give gifts all the time because they think of it, not just because it's a party. My daughter will wrap up something that she doesn't use and give it to one of her cousins or a friend just because she wants to give. Well, to be fair, they also give gifts because you make them when you go to parties now too. Yeah, well, I don't have the courage not to. Yeah, and I wish I did. All right, because it's the wrong, it's the wrong message. All right, well, Julia, I feel like we've solved nothing for you, <laughs> Julia's hun. Back um, <laughs> what are you gonna, so what are you sorry. gonna do now, Julia? Oh uh, well, I guess everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but um, I know that I brought my son up to always give, and I guess when you're giving so much, it's always nice to just see other people give back, and I guess. Our morals in this day and age are all just different now, aren't we? Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I tell you what, I know if we put this on our Facebook page, it is going to blow up. So we're definitely going to do that. <laughs> Search us, Stab, Abby and Matt here at Brisbane's Hit 105. Stab, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Brisbane's Hit 105. My apologies. I've just been eating some of the chuppa chups that I stole from the back of the Black Thunders. So, so you, you are you, you apologising for eating it or for taking it away from the listeners? No, for, for eating it and having to pick it out. I reckon for taking it air. away because you took the whole container, the large one. I've shared them. No, no, but what are they giving away? There's There was lots of them down didn't there. They, didn't they have to stop at the shops to replace some products yeah. that was missing? <laughs> you know that, I did and that. didn't you complain that they had to stop? And now in hindsight, it was you that took the product that's, out of it. That's yeah. true. Here's a good tip, though. If you want to um, make your money safe, you send it to the Chuppa Chup factory. They wrap it for you. <laughs> and no one, <laughs> no one is ever going to break in to that impenetrable didn't vault. Did you do research to find out why they're so... I did. And what was it? They, they just like messing with people's oh, heads. Yeah. Okay, do cool. you reckon after people quit the Chuppa Chup factory, they then go to the airport and wrap people's bags? for them when they're flying internationally. It's a backup career. Hey, the Black Thunders are back on the streets and we are asking for Black Thunder pilots. Uh, hit105.com.au. Someone awesome is going to get the position. But we yeah. thought, well, why don't we do an audition live now? Mm. That's right. Now, and we want these people, whoever gets this job, you're going to be part of the team. You're yes. not just going to be someone who we cross to twice a morning. We want you to know all about our show, pop culture, yep. Brisbane. The whole thing. You're going to be walking through the halls. We're going to pretend to know your name. It's going to be great. That's it. <laughs> we all know their name. We might just give them a nickname. So You. Uh, <laughs> we should actually do that. Everyone should just be nicknamed to you. Hey, you. Uh, so this is what's going to happen. I'm going to fire off the Black Thunder opener. Then we're going to throw to you on the phone. You just get into it okay. like you are doing a Black Thunder cross, all right? Okay. We, we could be witnessing the start of a career right now. Or the death of a dream. Here we go. Guess who's back again? Hit 105's Black Thunders. All right, Hannah, what's going on this morning? Hi, guys. It's Hannah. I'm officially renaming myself Nana now because I'm going to be <laughs> Hannah... The Black Thunder Nana pilot. Like it? Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, so I have already pulled up in the very sexy new Black Thunder Jeep, and I have got not as many Chupa Chups to give away as I thought. Good. 
I like it. Bit of banter. Yeah. Anything else? The sun, is shi- the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day. So come down and see me and get a selfie with the car and a selfie with whoever else is down here and show yourself some free stuff. Well done, Hannah. All right, well done, Hannah. All right nice next person. Let's 105's Black Thunders. Josh from Yurongo, what's going on? Hey guys, it's Josh in Yuronga. It is a beautiful day in Bruce Vegas. That's right, 10,000 people here, 10,000 shop at shop. What are we going to do? Everyone gets one. Keep listening to Hit 105 and get a photo with me. Oh, not bad. okay. Short but sweet. Okay. Not bad. Right. Not well bad. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, one last one here. All right, it's 23. Oh, hang on. We're going to. You want to do the full do you thing? Do the full thing? Oh, okay. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, he's going to do his 80s radio I don't have voice. an 80s radio voice. All right. All right, it's 23 degrees out there in the River City, crazy cats and kittens, and it's time to head to the Black Thunders. Yes, they're back, 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 baby, and we're heading down to see where they're at right now. Back again. 105's Black Thunders. And we got Bloody Mary Becky in the Black Thunder. Where are you there, Bex? Hi guys, it's such a lovely day today. Sucks to be you guys stuck in the studio. I'm out here at Indrapilly Shopping Centre. We're giving away five free movie tickets, double passes to go see the new Avengers movies, and everybody that comes down today gets a chopper chop. So guys, get on down, get out in the sun, enjoy the day, get out of the studio, guys. Back to you. Oh, back to you as well. Well done, Beck. Well done. That's awesome. I like how Beck went even bigger prizes. Mm. I know. Like, yeah. She's, and now she gets to go and get, get a free movie ticket when yeah. she goes there. Beck, what do you do for a living at the moment? I'm a nurse. Oh, we oh. can't take a nurse away from her profession. That's way more important than giving out ice cold cans of no, coke. I was really impressed. I like that. Die. I think. I think that we could. Oh, hang on. I think. Do we have a late comer? Oh no. 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 Sorry. Okay. We're right. gone again. No, we're late. Okay. So Beck, what we're going to do now is we're going to put you in. There's a, a few other people in the running. Don't call us. We'll call you, and uh, we'll see see what we can do. Are you willing to quit your job as a nurse for a radio career? Ah, uh, dude, radio's way better. <laughs> radio's way better. Okay. Enjoy. Say hi to your colleagues this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all probably listening right now. Hi, guys. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, to finish a show. Do you know what I really want? No, tell us what you want. What, what you I really, really, really want? want? To make it through a day without spilling something on myself. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever done it, whether it's food makeup, toothpaste. I did it again today. I'm running out of clothes. Thanks. But no thanks. Hey, my idiot brain. When you wake up in the middle of the night, there's no need to think about all the things you've got to do that day and go over and over and over and over it. Stay awake for two hours, collating a list. Because then it's like you have two work days. Because in your mind you've done all the work and you go back to sleep, then you wake up and you've got to go and actually do it. And every issue is bigger at one in the morning. Exactly. You just lay there thinking. I'm really boring to talk to, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. A two-hour conversation with yourself at midnight, you really learn a lot about oh, we, yourself. Oh, we know that. We, <laughs> we, know. we talk to you often. <laughs> do you know what I want? What you really, really want? Yeah. Happy to make it through a day without spilling something on herself. Because today... Oh, sorry. Being the chivalrous man that I am... They say chivalry's dead, not in this studio, because I am quite the knight in shining armour. Young Abby Jane Coleman was feeling a chill, so I lent her my cardigan. It just looked warm, didn't which it? Which she proceeded to spurt foundation all over. Mm. To be fair, you said I understand I've done that before. <laughs> well, you got me in the eye. <coughs> Bit of warning next time. Uh, yeah, yeah, come on, sure. mate. It's courtesy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks for that. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. That is the end of the podcast, everyone. Thank you for sticking around until the end. Anyone got any extra business? No. I'm just a little bit nervous because I've got to get a flight, and I just read something which I've never read before. Do you know you've got to get to a flight 45 minutes before the flight? Yes. Oh. That's common knowledge? Yes. Yes. Well, you guys bring something to the table because that was new to me and I always get there. You know when you're probably... on a flight and you've got there on the right time and you're sitting there in the plane and you hear that 
Abby Jane Coleman, no. this is your last call, Abby Jane Coleman. And you think, what a selfish person. No. Yep. No, never. Just le- I have keep never, this whole, ever, you, ever you literally kept a say, You literally say, if yep. they're not calling my name, I'm early. Yes, because you sit there and you can hear it. And the reason they call their name is they need to shut a flight probably around about... 10 minutes before the flight actually takes off. So that's so they can get that itinerary printed out and given to the pilot. So I've never kept a plane waiting in my so, whole entire life. if you got there and they didn't have to wait for you, they would get that itinerary They don't wait for you. They don't wait for you. So you mm. sit there and they call out your name, but once you get there, you've still got to go and line up for all the people on the plane. Can so I tell never, you? ever, ever have I kept a plane waiting, sir. But I'm not like you and I sit there about two hours before and buy beers. Can I tell you what I do love about airports? Especially when you're in, um, like, Brisbane Airport and you hear, dung, 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 paging a Paul Smith and a Mr. Chao Wan Ting Nawa. And you're like, they're not going to rock up. You didn't pronounce it correctly. (laughs) Chao Wan Ting Nawa. And it's them just guessing their way through people's names. Mm. That is a fun game to play. That is. All right, everyone. Uh, There are muffins being passed around in the office, so we gotta go. Got to go. Bye. Bye.